0: i took my lad to leeds episode 11 who would have thought this a while a couple of months ago that would be uh, hitting episode 11 of a quarantine series um hope you all had a great weekend uh, there's a bit of worrying news to kick off this week and we'll talk through that in a minute but um Again, what are we doing right here? We thought, uh after knocking this podcast on the head, it's a Lad Dad uh, podcast. Uh, this is Lad. Hello. And I'm the dad. And we're big Leeds United fans. We live in Manchester, so you can imagine uh, what that's like. Lad has grown up in an era where Man City have been the big team round here. And luckily, due to some brilliant coaching... By me, lad is a 100% Leeds United fan, so uh, we're very passionate Aye. about him. I'm a Leeds lad originally from Rothwell, um, but so he has got um, all the right connections, and and half half his bloodline is Yorkshire. And um, the bad news, let's get straight onto it. Um, it was it was essentially the the Dutch league cancelled their season, having no winners, no relegation. Um, I'm assuming the same teams will qualify, for for, yeah, all that kind of stuff. That that was a little bit worrying, um, because I suppose it's worrying on the basis that that's quite a a, a big important league. Uh, yeah, it's not bit, the biggest, but it is you know it it's probably it alongside your French yeah. leagues and stuff. Some big teams in there, and for them to make that decision, and there's a bit of a fallout coming through from that. But, I mean, what are we – it it just I, – I, I'm still of the opinion that that is a really unfair way to conclude yeah. the season. Yeah. There's only and, – and there was actually a quote from the guy who, who runs the Dutch league saying there will be winners and losers in this. And that isn't fair. And what I don't understand is why isn't – isn't the focus just to get football happening again? Surely the timeline of when these seasons are concluded, the only thing that influences it, getting it happening again, getting revenue in for these clubs again, in whatever form that is, with TV revenue, whatever, and have them compete fairly for everyone. You know, everyone has the same level playing field, making sure that happens, and then concluding these seasons. I don't understand that Dutch move. Especially yeah. when they came out and said specifically there will be winners and losers. That That is not fair. And voiding something is cancelling it. You know, it, it it's a cheap way out. It's not the right way out. Making something void is wiping it out. It's not... That's not... We don't want that happening here. And yeah. I, and just get these... Start the league again at Christmas, you know? Take out one of the cups that... that isn't necess- isn't a necessity for certain clubs, like for example Like the Carabao Cup, yes. Yeah, that sh- does nothing. Do we need that? Do the clubs would keep the FA Cup, which we can start up and you know, but we could yeah. run this league quite quickly and, and fast and you know, have it finish in flipping August next year. I just think the only way forward here is is to complete the league. And the great news is, I suppose the Dutch league was a bit of a shock but the german league is still scheduled for a 9th of may get together oh, wow. there's no news as as we record this that is still the stance there um the boss of la liga came out just a couple of days ago and said he will dock points of teams that refuse to play um which, which you know is great as well again yeah, yeah. another big league so I think everyone and you know what the EFL have been saying recently as well is is building towards the the league the season. Yeah, it's well, gonna, it's going to continue. Yeah. They're going to finish it. Um so that is hope but obviously what happened in with uh, with in Holland is is a bit of a and things are changing all the time. I don't know what it's like with you where where you guys are working listening to this. Um things change every day as far as uh strategy and 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 business modeling and all that kind of thing. Uh so there is obviously a threat still. Um on there but like you know fingers crossed everyone that that Leeds will be able to complete this season. I Aye. I I I could I feel confident standing up in front of anyone and having an argument saying the only fair and right way to do this is by completing the league and it doesn't matter when the season concludes it's all about getting, the most important thing is getting these football clubs playing football again and getting revenue into them or else we are going to have disasters. Uh, uh, disasters. That's that, that's the new name. That's a new word I just uh, made up. Disasters. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's crack on with the show because that that's a bit of a wow. What a serious start to a Monday yeah, yeah. that is. Um, let, let's get Mervyn out. So just before we do. Um, uh, Anthony Gosnay, who listens to us in Korea, I hope I've got your your surname right there, Aunt. Uh, listens in Korea to us, and it, I had a good chat on on via DMs on on uh, Twitter. It yeah. was, and he was he was flagging up what what it's like over there. Completely different in Korea. They so seem so much more advanced than us as far as this virus is is concerned. But more importantly, he said, "Lads, you don't oil merv, oiling something." Loosens up bolts. So Merv would fall apart if we oiled. We've said in previous episodes that the sponsor, Emma from LUTV, yeah. was spending that money on oil for Merv. Don't oil Mervs! <laughs> he'll fall apart so that's why we're not mechanics he also and was very he was lovely Anthony and he said uh, he picked up that you were doing algebra and he said if you ever need any help just drop him a shout Oh, nice we'd one. obviously have to do the timeline on that yeah. but anyway let's get Merv out hello
1: this is Emma from LUTV and I love Merv so much I decided to sponsor this feature love you Merv Spin
0: those balls! He is. All right, Merv. He's looking quite good actually, considering we weren't meant to be oiling him. Let's give him a spin. Go on, Merv. Oh! oh whoa! Whoa! Did you just swear? No. I said, "Oh, straight away." All right. Okay, I can't you said. I swear. Then. Is, uh, what what number we got? 33. Oh, 33 all the threes. Jack Harrison, whose shirt number is actually 22. Um I think Jack <laughs> Harrison um is a fascinating one for this season. Uh, he he definitely had, improved. Uh, th- th- last year last year we, we we could see why he was he was part of the team, couldn't yeah. we? You know, you could see why he was brought in there were like little technical elements. I think it was just co- your
1: average championship left mid last season really i couldn't see him like you know he's not he, that last season i thought you know he he's not premier league quality mm. but it's like you know he's like one of them like you know he's he's good in the championship but i don't think he could make it anywhere else uh,
0: do you know what he he did some doesn't that one or it two was, things it, where w- thought, it wow. was yeah, it was the, if I remember rightly in that season, it was the the delivery, wasn't it? That used to get us all frustrated. And there was little bits of that at the start of this season. fuse it to
1: go on his right. Mm. like Every time he went on his right, he'd, like, he'd wait like five seconds and he'd quickly put it back onto his left, end. It, then the cross would just get deflected and go out.
0: Now, um, before we get stuck into this season, which makes it even more interesting, it, I, I like I, I he was one of those players that came out of nowhere for me and I mean, because yeah. of games like FIFA because of games like Football Manager and a general um you know liking of a, the wider game of football it was strange because I'd never heard of him until we yeah, got him uh, but he'd been at Middlesbrough the previous season yeah. on loan he'd been in that that um the Man City New, New York. York City yeah, New team York City. playing with uh, David Villa who I always sign as one of my first yeah. signings on the on any uh, Leeds United-based management, <laughs> um, he he, and he's a Stoke. He's a Stoke clad. He's from that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, went to the Man City academy. Uh, got shipped out to New York, where he likes to to visit because. In between this current season and the last season, he was training there, weren't he? And he was showing it on Instagram. It was pretty intense. I was trying to dig those exercises out to get you doing them as well. But, I mean, but I tell you what, whatever it happens, whatever you got, he is sharper, quicker, his his technical ability seems to, and I think this is probably more through fitness because I think he had it, but it seems a lot more on point. Uh, his crossing, yeah. I mean, come on. The cross for the ailing goal. <laughs> I mean, that just yeah. wouldn't have happened last season. The ailing goal against Huddersfield came from Harrison doing that. And he, uh, you know, from the counter-attacking moves that start from that left-hand side. Now, uh, you know, Harrison and having Dallas on that left side is, just seems what I always thought was our a real weak point, especially I actually thought it was a weak point because we didn't have that sturdiness behind Harrison. I thought Harrison both defensively and offensively has started this season brilliantly. Yeah, but it was—I uh, always thought the—and the, and I did this analysis, and I remember trying to flag it up with the guys at, at the LS11 podcast, but I never got a reply. That isn't a critique, by the way, because I appreciate <laughs> there's a loads of correspondence going into to that particular show because it's huge and brilliant. But I pointed out that there was issues with the left side. that seemed to we seemed to have. A majority of the goals conceded or the incidents that would lead to a goal chance seem to be all happening from the left side I think
1: it's because you know you obviously got Harrison there but like if when you play Stuart Dallas at left back he tends to be more attacking than he's defending a lot of the time oh yeah so then if you go on the counter attack you just think all right go for well go for their left hand side and then we'll just go down there because you just got open space drag one of their center backs out, flood the box. Yeah. And score.
0: Yeah, and, and and now having Dallas there is is makes Harrison even better. Yeah, doesn't it? It's like yeah. that is almost like the the. I mean, I'm sure there might be better um, things moving forward potentially. Although I find it very hard to see how you could move Dallas and Harrison out of that left hand side yeah. as when they're both fit. But I think Jack Harrison's involvement um, is. is pushing him and funnily enough i think dallas is pushing for the same accolade like player of the season uh, when this season does conclude um you know they must be harrison must be if i'm playing against leeds harrison would be one of the players surely we'd you know we'd you'd like try and use your tactics to stop him from playing because of what yeah. he is producing right now it and do you know what It comes over. He's a blooming nice bloke as well, doesn't he? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? When you see his behaviour on the pitch, I think it was a QPR fan or someone like that wrote a letter to him saying, I watched you on that on your left-hand side and you're the first player I've seen not to take advantage of falling over if you get clipped and just his general behaviour and yeah. his attitude towards the game. And, if you know, fans, true football fans are... Sp- are Spotting that, you know, it must be an authentic, genuine thing. So, yeah, I, I, I'm at this moment in time. I'm not too into this uh, giving uh, player of the season accolades because, as you heard before, I'm bang up for this season being finished. Oh yeah, but he will be challenging. Jack Harrison is bang oh, up. Hey, yeah. that was a good one. You like that one? You like them when the recent ones, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I know more stuff about them. Would you, would you, as, as one of your favourite all-time Leeds players, remembering that you? You have only been, what, what we're talking about, 10 years? Yeah. Probably being been probably into it. Probably around 10 years. Eight, eight, ten years yeah. been getting into it. Well, proper going into it after Gary yeah. Monk. Look, exactly. Say, Gary yeah. Monk was when you go. Where does Harrison fit into, like, would he get in your top five favourite players? Maybe. Maybe. All right, okay. I'll, I'll maybe leave that one. Maybe, yeah. Now, yeah. I'd be interested. I think a lot of people would be interested to know what a 13-year-old actually thought, who his top five all-time favourite Leeds players would be. Oh, all-time? Yeah. Okay, yeah, but if you think from that period, because it's kind of hard. So from like the last ten years. W yeah, you said it. You said it yourself last week when you know I we got David Batty. Merv turned out David Batty last week. I think it was on Thursday, and you know I, I you didn't actually have much to say about David Batty in reality, did you? Because no. you went, you saw, well, it's just everything you told us. <laughs> so your top your top five would be a lot different to mine just because I've more I've seen more players Very go. Different. But there we go. What a good one, Jack Harrison. What a yeah. player. Definitely challenging. Yeah get my words out for player of the season this year. Mm-hmm.
1: Hello, this is Emma from LUTV and I love Merv so much I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv.
0: Yes, and uh, last week we had some absolute bangers in the homework lockdown, um, proving ever so popular. A lot of people over the weekend actually been getting in touch with us about, uh, about this, You know, referring yeah. back to some old ones that we put on there on the socials, at lad to leeds uh, that's lad to Leeds. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, just search I took my lad to Leeds on Facebook and you'll get us there as well. Um, I hope you like that stuff. Uh, a lot of work goes into that, doesn't it, lad? A lot of work goes into us, bitch. we had Don Matteo followers the other oh, yeah. day on we socials, did. which was that. But let's get stuck into the homework lockdown, guys.
1: Now, somebody's the bell. We're self isolated.
0: So, on Friday, we set a geography question. That question was this. Leeds United won the 1971 InterCities Fairs Cup Final 3-3 on away goals versus Juventus. But in which city, in what country, was the final game played? So, it's kind of a cross-geography history one here. But what was the location, lad? What was it? Uh, Leeds,
1: England at Elland Road. Yeah.
0: Yes, it was at the time, not like you get now with the Europa and Champions League, but all the way back in uh, 1971, you would actually do a home and away leg in the final. So the geography question was Ellen Road, Beeston. Beeston in Leeds, England, that's where the final was held. Let's move on to our next one, which, coincidentally, is a history question. Lad, would you like to read that one out? Okay. Can you see that one? Sure, yeah. Um, when you look in the history books,
1: who scored the goal for Leeds that went on to confirm that we had won the league in the 91-92 to 92 season?
0: Mm. So you can tell there's obviously a bit of a twist in there. Yeah, just or else why would it be even a question in homework lockdown? But for me, I would. It it's when without giving too much away, it's a fantastic game. What happens that day I can remember as clear as this famous bit. It's it's um. It's an interesting one. So again, this is the whole point with the homework lockdown. We're not trying to do a quiz. I know every, a lot of quizzes are fun, although unpopular opinion. I'm not that keen on them myself and getting involved. It, it in It depends. This
1: it depends. Do you like quizzes?
0: Like, do you like the quiz? Like everyone's doing quizzes. Yeah. Moment.
1: Yeah. It it just depends what quiz it's on and like the people that you're with when you do it. Yeah. Because well, I think true. it more so it relies on who you're with because you can like have a really good laugh. Yeah. Like sometimes. So, you know, yeah.
0: Who you know with me, you'd have a laugh. Yeah. But like with your mum, you'd be like. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no comment on that one. Right. Um, right. So the history question: When you look in the history books, who scored the goal for Leeds that went on to confirm we had won the league in the 91-92 season? Again, it's it's great to. We just want you to spend ten minutes a day looking, at get it on YouTube. You know, go online, read about it. It was a fantastic time. If you if you haven't experienced it. <laughs> And there we go that is uh, a nice little task for you guys to get stuck into during lockdown i hope you're all keeping wonderfully well uh, during this we're we're all still sticking together aren't you although you consider we've had loads of sun you're very pale <laughs> you've spent you've spent a lot of this indoors absolutely smashing the xbox it's not basically. my fault that they bring out new stuff on fifa all right okay and maybe that's a great link into episode two because we will be right. talking about that because a few things do need explained uh, thank you very much for sticking around with us we'll speak to you on tuesday